I'm going to go into the confusing part of uh, CIMT. Um, <clears throat> we had a group at the, uh, the Healthy Life Summit that was just about two-thirds of them were YouTubers, and uh, they knew their stuff cold. In fact, usually, I just tell patients when you get a CIMT, skip over this part. I think it's a, it's a credit to Todd uh, Eldridge that he includes it. If you look at um, one of his competitors, they don't even include that. And I understand, ex again, exactly why. Because uh, I've often said it tends to create more confusion and more fear than, uh, than it sheds light. Now, <clears throat> I made that comment uh, to the uh, YouTubers at the most recent um, Healthy Life Summit, and I said, you know what, you guys are much, uh, much deeper in terms of understanding, so I'm going to go ahead and cover this. But uh, even on mine, you see there are some scary things, and uh, some scary things that are sometimes difficult to... Um, to completely understand and interpret. But Todd, you know, going back to his uh, roots in terms of a, a doctorate in epidemiology and quality uh, control, he's gone ahead and included these things. Now, why did he include them if they can create confusion? Well, you see right down here, uh, this gives you a little bit of understanding why, why he did. There have been studies which indicate uh, significance of these numbers, so he's putting them in in case you uh, you want to see. Um, <clears throat> so let's go back to the. Uh, these are my uh, my values from uh, this one is what this one's the 2018 April 2018 uh, at the Coise event. Uh, it's the Coise is a um, a great John Coise is a uh, a great dental uh, educator. Uh, works with a lot of extremely smart dentists. Uh, dentists from all over the world come over to get uh, education at the COIS Center. I did a presentation or series of presentations with uh, my friend Doug Thompson. Uh, in March of um, 2019, about a year later, uh, I, I had my CIMT done again as part of the, um, the Healthy Life Summit event uh, number two in Orlando. Now, these three were the three that I presented in my YouTube uh, video, actually my most um, popular video, and it's about dropping 20 years of plaque. Um, <clears throat> you may remember just a brief uh, update. So I got my first CIMT back in, uh, at age 57. I had 73-year-old arterial age. Over the next two years, I finally bit the bullet and started taking statins. Whether you like it or not, you know, it's just like supplements. You can't supplement your way out of um, a healthy lifestyle, and you can't uh, medicate your way out of a healthy lifestyle. But supplements and medications have a place. Um, I had been really not watching my uh, blood sugar so much. I'd been doing plant-based and uh, doing a lot of things right in terms of a healthy lifestyle, but I was beginning to get some insulin resistance and had not focused on that. It's also been shown in the science that going from not taking any statins at all to taking statins, uh, you end up getting a significant drop uh, in uh, plaque. And that's what happened uh, over the Next couple of years, I dropped from an arterial age of 73 down to an age of 52. In April of 2018, 
at the Coy Center in Seattle. I had another one done, and I was still at an arterial age of 53. At, by that time, I was three years older at age 60. Um, here's the bad news for me. Uh, an arterial age up to 58 by age 61, so a, a bump. Now, do I think all of that, do I think it's a complete five years? It could be. Uh, I haven't been getting monthly CIMTs as I was for a couple of years there. And so I don't really have enough to develop a true linear pattern. As I watch patients, I will tend to see some fluctuation of a couple to three years, but I think it's at least mixed. I think that there's at least a couple of years of me aging faster. I uh, got my off, eye off the ball. I went from 155 pounds up to 160 pounds, 65 pounds. I was um, working full-time in the Medicare Advantage environment, uh, traveling every week, uh, eating out too much. Went from a mostly salads to still staying low carb, but uh, adding some um, entrees into those meals when I was out at restaurants. So had some challenges there. Now let's go back and let's look systematically at these numbers. Um, so again, started in 57 at an age of 73. Uh, for the next couple of years, getting them every month or two and showed a clear linear pattern of decreasing arterial age. In 2018, at um, 61, still at 53, gained 10 pounds, went out to eat too much, and uh, gained five pounds, uh, five years arterial age. So at age 61, I was at 58. But we'll talk about more uh, that more later. Here's actually what I'm focusing on this time: this CV event risk. And as I mentioned, Todd Eldridge includes this on his, um, his reports from cardio risk scans. It's important data. It's helpful data. Uh, but it can get confusing. And so let's just spend a few minutes talking about that. The first one is early event risk. And you see some information down here about that. Early event risk refers to the patient's increased risk of having an event over the next 5.1 plus 2 and plus or minus two and a half uh, years. It doesn't suggest the patient's going to have uh, a definite event. It's just, a, again, a probability number. And again, he lists uh, the article where that came from in the Atherosclerosis Journal. With mine, um, you don't see a significant early event risk. Here's the next one. And the next, the next two, the average CCA men, uh, mean IMT, is basically the uh, arterial age. The next one, is, or the third one, is the mean max region. You remember I said, I've done a couple of videos where I said, recurring throughout the science are these two numbers. Both of them have a significant impact on um, risk. The CCA uh, mean IMT, as I said, is really the arterial age. The mean max is the average of the larger discrete plaques. So you remember the arterial age is where you go um, back to the common carotid artery. You, look, you take a centimeter of that common carotid artery and you take 600 cuts out of that using a computer 
average those 600 cuts up to see what is the um, the arterial thick wall thickness. That's where I had the significant. I had the drop early on when I started the statins and lost those five pounds, and then I had the increase when I gained those 10 pounds. By the way, I'm I've lost most of them back. I'm back back down to about 154. So I'm hopeful that I'll get a better read uh, next time. So that's the arterial age or average CCA, common carotid artery, mean, meaning average, IMT, intima media thickness. That's what that number is. And you can see that 0.73 and go back up here and see patient IMT is 0.72. So it's the same number, it's the arterial age. The average CCA mean uh, max region. So average is uh, another word for mean. CCA, common carotid artery, max region. So it, that's the mean max that you tend to see throughout the literature. Um, mine was 0.82. And here's where that comes from, taking the, the peak uh, plaque numbers that you see here, averaging them up, averaging them up. So you're taking the peaks, you're averaging them, and that's giving you some uh, information regarding my risk for heart attack and stroke. Now, that's actually an interesting number because come down here and look at the details themselves. This is my number from the uh, scan in uh, April at the Coy Center in Seattle. Right CCA, common carotid, 0.8. 1.6 heterogeneous at the bulb, uh, internal carotid 1.1. Left CCA, 0.9, bulb 1.0, and internal carotid. So you see, were, I really did not get that much of a change in the, uh, these discrete plaque numbers. The right went, CCA went from 0.8 to 0.8. The bulb went from 1.6 to 1.6. It remained heterogeneous. Uh, the in, right internal carotid, 1.1 to 1.1. The left common carotid went from 1.0 to 0.9. The bulb went from 1.0 to 1.1. And the internal carotid went from 0.8 to 0.7. So I look at that and I think, hmm, not really a significant change. As I've mentioned before, I, uh, you have to question how much uh, significance of change is in the arterial age. I think that's clearly a, a significant number. I just don't know how much of its variation and how much of its reality uh, of my risk. I do think I did uh, increase my risk a little bit with all of that eating. Now. <clears throat> To go back, I probably lost you at least a couple of times as I was going through this. And that takes me back to the comment that I started all this with. I usually tell patients, don't go there. You'll get, uh, it, you can create a whole lot of emotion, get very worried, and uh, let's just focus on the arterial age. So if you've made it this far, uh, whether you've gotten confused or not, and whether I've, I've lost you, and, and, um, I'm not saying it's your fault, you know, it's, this is difficult to present. Um, thank you anyway for your interest. Thanks, and if you hit that uh, subscribe or like button, it makes a big difference. Um, an even bigger difference happens when you share. You can share on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Pinterest. When you do that, it makes a big difference in terms of the algorithm. It's, sends um, 
this to other people, realizing that humans think this is interesting information and helpful. Um, thank you again. So about three or four days ago, Michelle went ahead and put up the uh, news of the, our upcoming event in Louisville, November 8th and 9th. Um, within a couple of hours, someone had already bought, bought a slot. We had two other people who um, said that, started asking about reserving space. Um, <clears throat> what's it, what is the event and why did we set it up? Well, when we had the Healthy Life Summit, with where we basically were a, a significant part of David uh, Mainz's event, we got a lot of feedback. It was really good. People were very uh, excited about it. But here's what they said. You need to do a PrevMed-only event. Focus entirely on heart attack and stroke prevention. No business issues, no finance issues, no tax management issues. Those were all very good, very appropriate, and very helpful, but we need you need to start doing events that focus on cardiovascular inflammation, the major causes of cardiovascular inflammation like insulin resistance, lifestyle interventions, stroke prevention, things like that. So we're doing it. Uh, it will be in the Louisville um, University of Louisville Event and Conference Center in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, we will have CIMT and labs two days of reviewing basically results on that, as well as the topics that I talked about. So it's like, instead of your typical um, uh, evaluation with us where you, you get your labs and your CIMT and then uh, spend half an hour to an hour with me based on um, whatever you've purchased in terms of time, this is going to be what, about six hours of my reviewing these results? That's the focus. It's not going to be a lot of new things and, and talk about supplements and stuff like that. It's going to be results of these kind of tests um, so you can begin to understand what you're seeing. Now, how do the labs work? Uh, well, first of all, we'll be getting inflammation panels, OGTTs, lipids, cholesterol panels, metabolic panels. Uh, other basic panels for, again, a basic evaluation. Um, <clears throat> how about the, uh, so is it an evaluation? Yeah, uh, you get a CIMT. The CIMT tech is already scheduled. Um, she'll be there both days. Um, it's included in the event price, no matter which of the two major options uh, you get. Uh, that includes reading and interpretation of the of your CIMT uh, by an experienced CIMT qualified radiologist. So again, no matter which of the two options you take, um, the CIMT is included. Now, we have a lab option available as well. It is additional cost. Lab orders will be sent, if you, if you take that, the lab orders will be sent to you about six weeks prior to the event. You'll go to a local lab core, get your uh, labs drawn, and um, that we will send you a, a lab order with a requisition on it that uh, covers your costs. We will have negotiated those prices up front um, so you don't have to worry about that. What does that mean and why is that an issue? I'll get, to, I'll get to that in just a minute. So you'll have your lab results available during the event. 
as we go through those labs and what the different results mean, you'll have them in front of you. So you can begin to see what's going on with your body. Um, do I re review my results with the doc? Yes. Um, if, you get the, if you get the full evaluation uh, with the labs, uh, we include one-on-one -on -one time with me and one-on-one -on -one time with Janice as well. Uh, when? Well, it could be before, during, and or after uh, the event. Uh, the CIMT results will take about two to seven days to, uh, to become available. We'll cover interpretation of uh, different types of results during the event. That's going to be one of the major uh, discussion points. How can you uh, interpret yours? even if you didn't purchase a full evaluation. Uh, so what are some of the concerns? Well, I think one of the first concerns is once you start talking about these kind of evaluations, they must cost too much. Well, here are the costs. And for a lot of people, it is too much. Two days with the CIMT is $14.50. Um, you get the conference and uh, CIMT. And again, the results uh, from a... Um, a qualified radiologist read on it. If you say, okay, you know what? I want to get labs as well. So we will pay for the labs out of the, it, that's $36.50. We'll pay for the labs out of the $36.50. We will also uh, schedule one-on-one -on -one meetings with uh, Janice on a health coaching perspective and with me. In addition, again, to the two full days of discussion of what CIMT uh, and labs mean in your case. So yes, it's still a lot, but you know what? How does that uh, compare? Well, <clears throat> let's go back and think about it. If again, I understand that's a that's a heavy cost. It's still what significantly less than uh, what was associated with well, the forty four hundred with the um, uh, the Healthy Life Summit. Uh, but again, you don't get, you get a lot more of what I do and not so much of the broad dental perspectives, business perspectives. Um, again, as I've sh said many times, I'm continuing to try to make this more affordable. If you look at uh, what, we, um, what we did in the past, um, it's better than two years ago. In the, in the past, we were routinely charging $4,700 Labs were in addition, and uh, additional labs can call, uh, cost up to three, four uh, or four thousand dollars. When Janice and I first did this as patients, um, we did end up paying um, four thousand dollars more for the labs themselves. We'll continue to improve our current base price uh, for an evaluation. Again, as you see on on the uh, website, is nine ninety. That doesn't include labs, though. It includes what we call DIY or patient-driven uh, labs. In that case, um, you're responsible for getting your labs. You're responsible for getting your CIMT. And why such a variation in lab costs when you go DIY? It has to do with this issue of uh, DIY or patient-driven labs versus cash labs. The doctor didn't tell me the lab cost was $8,000. Now, I've not had any, I, mean, I just got that picture out of the internet. And I haven't had anybody come back and say the labs were that much. But here's what happens. When labs 
negotiate with an insurance company up front, they, they are very, very reasonable because there's huge volume with the insurance company. Uh, labs, once they realize that the insurance company is out of the way, and here's what typically will happen. The insurance company will agree to pay for the metabolic uh, profile, maybe the fasting glucose, uh, maybe the cholesterol panel. But then you get to the inflammation panel, which is the, the biggest item. If you get some of the other labs that, are, that your insurance uh, company's not used to paying for, they'll say, nope, that's the patient pay. Now, most patients go into this process thinking, well, you know, I'll just get my insurance company to pay what they will, and I'll pay for the, la for the rest. Uh, red flares should be going off in your head because that's what happens with out-of-network labs. Then the, um, the lab says, I have you in terms of uh, financial uh, negotiations, and they will typically charge 10 times or more what they would charge the insurance company. So what are cash labs? Uh, insurance I mean, uh, labs will negotiate not as well. I mean, they'll negotiate with the doctor before the testing as well. Um, not as, they're, they're typically not as uh, inexpensive as they are with the insurance company, but they're a heck of a lot less expensive than they are with the patient. So uh, we, uh, and that's what we're doing with this event. That's what we did with the, um, the Healthy Life Summit event. We negotiate the prices with testing uh, prior to the testing with the labs. We'll then accept cash from you, and that's, from, that's the uh, cost that we discussed. So again, <clears throat> um, we are actually starting to do cash labs again. We've done it with uh, less than half dozen patients because it's, a, it's a, uh, an accounting nightmare. Anyhow, I see I'm getting way, I'm going off a on a tangent, but that tangent is required anytime you start thinking about uh, the lab tests associated with this activity. Let's go back and, and uh, talk for a minute about, well, it costs too much. For many, it still is too much. That's, again, why I've got over 500 YouTube videos out there for free. That's really the public health way. Educate, 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 make stuff available to the population. But that's also set up on a thing, on an assumption of you can't afford to test, so you have to guess. Am I insulin resistant? Well, I don't know. Um, do I have inflammation? Well, I don't know. Once you start getting into a different perspective, test, don't guess, the testing is effective. There's nothing like knowing that you're insulin resistant to help you start thinking about exercise, thinking about cutting your carbs, thinking about managing your diet better. But again, it's expensive. Um, Oh, a couple of other points about it costs too much. I realize it costs too much, uh, but start thinking about it. How much was your TV, your last vacation, your car, your boat, your cabin, your jet ski, dental work? As you know, at one point in time, uh, over half of my patients were dentists because they see this process with uh, bleeding, <clears throat> bleeding and or inflamed gums. Um, it was... Yeah, always kind of weird to me that uh, they would discuss patients paying five, seven, fifteen, and sixty-four thousand dollars for gum work, and then um, not which 
gave, I mean, it's very important and uh, I have no doubt in most cases it's worth it. I've paid, uh, I've paid significant amounts of money for um, some of my own dental work. But how does that compare to um, cardiovascular inflammation? So what's the upside? Your health. Being healthy without disability in many years of your life. So I can't, I can't obviously tell you what the benefit and the cost is. I just wanted to make sure that we raised some questions so you thought about both sides of this issue. Um, will I continue to get better and, and uh, get more resources out there? Like, again, the free videos, the uh, courses that are like 30 bucks now. Yes, we're going to continue to make courses. We're going to continue to make more free videos. Um, and again, so it, you know, it just boils down to how much time do I have? How much, how much does that extra time of waiting cost? How much uh, money do I have access to? By the way, um, one of my uh, uh, patients, we have a video on him. His name is James West. James is um, got a significant experience in uh, the finance industry. He and, ha he and I have actually started talking about um, the potential for, um, for financing this work. We're not, we're not nearly ready for it, uh, but hopefully uh, over the next year or two, <clears throat> we will be. Um, we'll let you know as soon as we are. So again, uh, thanks for your interest. Wanted to make you aware. Uh, like I said, they, um, this appears to be a, a, a fairly popular um, option and event for people to get the entire exam, including extra hours uh, focusing on this and with a very deep two-day boot camp, uh, a one-on-one -on -one with me, a one-on-one -on -one with Janice, all the labs, and the CIMT. Thank you again for your interest. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.